Jimmy, you enjoying your tiramisu? Because you're dancing to your tiramisu. He's having a tiramisu groove. <laughs> Can he even hear? Or is he just still happily dancing to tiramisu? He can hear. <laughs> My auntie's close to. Maybe I should start calling her tiramisu. <laughs> I've got a lot to think about. What time is it? Oh, hello! Welcome to episode 26 of Improv O'Clock with the Makeup Artist. I'm Gareth. He's Gareth. She's Gareth. That 16th century oil on canvas painting of Queen Elizabeth I, that's Gareth. We are all Gareth! While Gareth is reading from a script today, the rest of this lot will be dangerously off script. They are Shah, Josh, Jim, Maddie, Rob and Lauren. Have a problem with the words willy, bum and poo? Well, that's just the tip of the iceberg. If that sort of thing worries you, then go listen to some traffic! Now we enter a section of the podcast called Questions O'Clock. This week's questions are all taken from University Challenge. Shah, we must leave exactly on time. From now on, everything must function to perfection. Whose words were these, spoken to a station master and quoted in 1939, part of the mythology that the trains always ran... I'm under fascist dictatorships. <laughs> um, was it was it the fat controller from Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Wait, wait a minute. Is he just called the controller now? Maybe he's not even called that. If anyone out listening to the podcast knows what the fat controller is called now, his, his name is Sir Topham Hat. Ah, oh, oh, Sir yeah, Topham Hat. I'm sorry if I if I offended. Uh, no, I'm not. Fucking not. It's the fat controller. I'm sorry, mate. That's that was what he's given that at birth. Like that's his name. That's what I grew up with. All right. It was pretty fat. In fact, <laughs> right. Uh, it was actually Benito Mussolini. Jim. What's Latin derived? by Ivan Turagev's Night Eighteen Brothers and Sons, where it was used to describe by the character Bazirov. Um. Allegedly, he he's he's still called the fat controller. Um, I didn't hear the beginning of what Gareth said um, because it cut out. Um, so I'll just move on and be like, according to to, to what I'm currently reading, he's still called the fat controller. So... <laughs> I'll ask your question again. Which Latin-derived philosophical term was popularized by Ivan Turgenev's 1862 fa- novel Fathers and Sons? Where it was used to describe the crude scientism espoused by the character Bazarov. Uh, Latin. It's, it's a foreign language. Oh. <laughs> uh, but also not. Um, so, so it probably became. Uh, I, I can tell you the English translation, if that helps. <laughs> um, yeah? <laughs> I mean, the English okay. translation is this word. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, decorum. It's in fact nihilism. Maddie, in cytogenetics, what term describes the entire chromosomal complement of a cell which may be observed during my my mitosis mitotic metaphase? Oh. So the way to complement a cell is to take her out on a lovely date. Tell <laughs> <laughs> her that she looks nice. Maybe buy her some of her favourite flowers. 
Also, it's not just in what you do, it's what you say. So you really need to listen when she talks and ask her questions to show that you're interested in what she has to say. That's how you compliment one of those cells. You're wrong. It's a carrier type. <laughs> Rob, uh, Sao Vicente, Boa Vista and Santiago are among the islands of which republic? It gained its independence from Portugal in 1975, has a population of around half a million, and is situated around 600 kilometers from the coast of West Africa. What? <laughs> <laughs> I heard the word um, Portuguese, um, and I also heard the word um, words that sounded like biscuits. So I'm going to go for um, maybe the Isle of Coffee Beans. Uh, it's not, but I think Jim thinks he knows this. I mean, it, it, it's not right, but I, I do know that um, one of the, the islands of the Galapagos is Santiago Island, and I right. don't know why that knowledge has stuck with me. That is not off of the coast of West Africa. I know, I, I've never been. Is it Cape Verde? <laughs> I've never been! <laughs> um, Rob, after a very successful Google, you are correct, it's Cape Verde. <laughs> I genuinely not a Google. I done my done a funny answer, um, and then I I gave you an answer. Welcome. Uh, yeah, it's Great birthday. Yeah, well done. Yeah, thanks, Brick. Um, Lauren, <laughs> on display in the National Gallery, whistle jacket is a life-size portrait of the Marquis of Rockingham's racehorse. It's the work of which English artist? Could you not have given me another one? Because I don't know any English artists. No, uh, I, I believe everyone else has answered their question and not oh. been such a little shit about it. <laughs> um, well, do you know what? An English artist of music is Ed Sheeran. So is it Ed Sheeran? Um, Stubbs. No. Um, oh. Rob, you must be Googling these. But genuinely not. My phone's not even on my desk. Fuck, he's right. Jim, what it's were you going to say? I was just going to say the only other... Uh, I only know two British artists, and that's Banksy and Tracy Emin. And I was just going to hope for the best and, and guess it was one of those two. I hate that Rob's getting these right. right <laughs> Tracy Rob. Emin, the one who likes to draw vaginas all the time. I absolutely guarantee that Rob will. Oh, no, you're thinking of Georgia O'Keefe. Oh, yeah, thank He's you. He's the vagina oh, drawer. Yeah, Tracy course, Emin did. Yeah, He's yeah. the vagina Tracy lady. Emin, my bad. Yeah, Tr Tracy, oh, yes. Tracy Emin yes. did unmade bed, okay. which I've been is... to, and it really is disappointing. <laughs> right, so I heard people talking about that the other day because one of the things she had in there was a condom, and apparently after a while it really started to smell. Did it smell when you were there? It was an old fusty gallery, from what I can remember. I think the entire right. place smelled. Right, okay, because apparently it, the it was in a the, darker the, room. The room where my bed was really stank. Yeah, I can you might have gone it. in the in the condoms infancy. Yeah, or it, yeah. Might, it might have been removed. Yeah, it probably was removed. I remember there there were four security guards, which I thought was definite overkill. But then again, it was with a group of people that were just like, go on, go on, make the bed. And I was really tempted to do it. <laughs> make the bed. Amazing. That's the most You've rebellious been... sounding way ever, anyone's ever said make the bed. You've never been so tempted to do something like that in your life. <laughs> yeah, normally I leave it as an unmade bed. But that, that was the one time in my life I was going, fuck it, yeah, I'll make it. I'll make the shit out of it. <laughs> Josh. If one comma one is the second row of Pascal's triangle, what is the seventh row? Um, 
Why do I have to, why do I have to get a maths one? I could have got the, the other one. Is this about maths? There was numbers in it. Is it 7, 7? It's uh, 1, 6, 15, 15. I don't believe you. Oh, uh, so sorry. How, you're wrong. <laughs> how is it that? How is it that? Explain how it's that. I don't believe uh, you. I'm sorry. That's all we've got time for. Uh, no, now, no. it's time to <laughs> play a few games. <laughs> the scene prompts have not been seen by these guys, so everything they say will be made up. Our first game is a new game. Well, it's a new version of a very old game. This is Next Lines, and this is for Jim, Maddie, Shah, and Josh. Jim and Maddie will be f- performing a scene together. Every now and then, they will cut, uh, they will queue up a line, and that line will be filled by Shah for Jim and Josh for Maddie. They will then repeat back the line and carry on the scene. So just to clarify, because uh, we haven't discussed this at all, this is a game <laughs> that we that we play live. We usually play with little pieces of paper. We've replaced the pieces of paper with uh, Shah and Josh. So Shah and Josh, you are worth pieces of paper to me. Um, but what you're going to do is you're going to be saying random phrases in lieu of when they would be taking the pieces of paper out their pocket. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. So in when we hear this back, you won't hear us giving them the lines. No, you absolutely will hear you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't right. wait. Interesting. I'm very, Be- nerv- I'm very nervous. That's okay. Yeah. So am I. Right. <laughs> can't wait for this to appear on the cutting room floor of episode yeah. 30. <laughs> <laughs> They will then repeat back that line and carry on the scene. In this scene, Jim is teaching Maddie how to be cool. <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> Brilliant. I'm so ready. I feel like this is exactly the way round it should be. <laughs> <laughs> and go. Sup, diggity dog. Did I say it right, Jim? Well, first of all, um, no. <laughs> Welcome to, to the class, anyway. Um, hello, it's it, it's it's good good for you to be here. It's good for me to be here. If you didn't get 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 the notice, uh, that the class is called. Pardon. How how to be cool? Be cool for school. Oh, Electrical. <laughs> Shit! No, you interrupted me, Josh. Josh, <laughs> what you, the you fuck? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Wait, what? We're in the Are middle of a game. You can't interrupt me. The lines? Yeah, you paused. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's why I. That's why there was a big pause. Okay. I didn't know that. What and also, Josh, oh, these two are playing the game. How to be? You interrupted me. Cool. I'm not playing cool. the game. So I'm mad. Yeah. Wait, when when we start Jim the game again. Pause, when Jim gives a big pause. In the middle of a sentence, you fill it with a line. When Maddie Not does me. that, Josh fills it with a line. Jim, keep all of this in. <laughs> okay. I hadn't even finished my title. I'm so mad. <laughs> you can't, I well, can't believe how much of a menace this man is. Oh, no, it's too late now. I, 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 oh, here we go. I'm getting the excuse. For sure, basically saying the shittest next line I've ever heard. Well, you didn't. <laughs> well, normally they come on little pieces of paper, and I was expecting Gareth to say next line or something like that because we've never done this game before. <laughs> right. 
Right, I'm okay. On mute. I don't know. Can, can I mute people? Call for school. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Let's try, try this again. Right. Okay. It's how to be cool. Who call for school? Electric boogaloo. Who? Uh, it's still shit. Nice. <laughs> I, I'm leaving. I'm done. It was a joke, Shy. It was a joke. I didn't mean it. Well, super. Thank you so much for having me on board. I guess I just need to pay my membership fee of... 192 goats and a small orange. That was shit. <laughs> <laughs> That was the worst answer I've ever heard, Josh. <laughs> oh, you keep telling yourself that. This is chaos. <laughs> I'm loving I think, it. I genuinely again? think we should restart this game. Yeah, I'm I agree. I'm okay, we'll, we'll restart it, but I really need this on an episode. Okay, okay. I can work that out. If I upset you, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I love you. Oh, wow. You're on a timeout. Okay, um, Josh, mm-hmm. I'm going to convey to Shah that you're really sorry. Okay, Shah, he is really sorry, and you need to forgive him because All I right. need this podcast to carry on. Well, <laughs> I need to forgive him. Don't do anything, Shah. You do what's right for you. Forgive him for my <laughs> selfish reasons. Okay. Okay, are we ready to go? <laughs> so. Do I need to cue the whole game again, Jim? Yes, please. <laughs> Jim said that without moving his... <coughs> Our first game is a new game, or at least a new version of a very old game. This is Next Lines, and it's for Jim, Maddie, Shah and Josh. Jim and Maddie will be performing a scene together. Every now and then, they will cue up a line by pausing, and that line will be filled by Shah for Jim and Josh for Maddie. They will then repeat back that line and carry on the scene. In this scene, Jim is teaching Maddie how to be cool. Sup, diggity dog. Did I say it right, Jim? Didn't say it with enough power. It's got to be sup, diggity, diggity dog. Okay, okay. Get the head wobble going in. Yeah? Okay, let let, let me try again. Is Maddie froze, or do you want me to say something? <laughs> sorry. I, you freezed on my uh, screen, Maddie. Sorry. I can see now that you want me to say something, so I'm going to do it. Jim, just cut this out. What? <laughs> What's up, diggity doggity? How goes the day? That that was so much better. I'm really glad that, that you, you've, you've been paying great attention. I, I feel like I can already start to see great improvement in you. In fact, I'm just going to quickly write this note here. She shows much improvement, and I am also very, very cool. <laughs> note to self, always the coolest. <laughs> well, I only learn from the best, Jim. So, is there anything that I can do with my outfit? Because, quite frankly, when people see me wearing my... old slippers that look like frogs. In the street, they always tell me that I'm such a... 
big old froggy slipper girl. <laughs> and I'm absolutely sick of it. I I just want people to think that I'm cool, but they they just don't. So can you help me with my outfit, please? Of course. Well, step step one. We need to get rid of those froggy slippers. I like them, but they're just not cool. The the coolest uh, shoe wear that you can have is in fact Crocs lined with termites. <laughs> Might not be comfortable, but by God, by gosh, is it cool. Oh, they tell me that beauty is pain. Okay, so I need to get some of them, but what about for my head? I've been wearing my lovely little farmer cap, but something tells me it's just not enough. I've been looking at... A big pile of spaghetti. On eBay, but they go for... They go for £79.50 before tax. Exactly, myself. <laughs> that is far too much money for a plate of spaghetti. Um, you you should be only be, really be spending two pence and a farthing. Because <laughs> we're so cool, we use old timey money. That is that that, that is that is lesson two on being cool. Always use old timey money. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning so much today. Can I just tell you what I've taken in my notes so far? This is what I've written down, just to really make sure that I've got all the lessons you're teaching me correct. This is this is what I've written down in my notebook. I live with 15 men in a hovel, and we throw rocks at geese. <laughs> Unseen! Surprisingly cool. <laughs> I do think that, well, like, that game's that, a lot that... of fun. Wearing crocs oh, and using no, old-timey like, money no. are actually quite a hipster thing to do. Yeah. I agree. That, is that, that was a triumph. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. What time is it? Improv o'clock. Our next game is called New Choice, and for this, I need Josh and me. Maddie will be Ooh. in charge in my stead. This scene will be improvised as usual, but if Maddie decides she wants to change something, then she will say... New choice. And we will have to give an alternative option to the last thing we said. She will continue to say this until she is satisfied, and the scene can continue. As I am in this game, I will allow Maddie to set the scene. Gareth, does this mean I'm your chosen one? <laughs> For this game. You yeah. are the chosen one. <laughs> so, guys, just to let you know, Gareth thinks that I'm his chosen one, so... For this game. Super. Okay. So you guys are working in a bakery and you've run out of milk. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Maddie, you know you're going to be saying new choice when you need to change something? I do. Excellent. So we'll start the scene. Right, Josh, what we need to do is we need to make this lovely uh, lovely batch of milk buns. Are you ready? <laughs> uh, well, I've, I've seen a problem here, Gareth. Yeah? What's your problem? We're out of milk. I mean, we can Shit. just make a batch of buns. New choice. No, we could just make a, a crop of carrot cake. Carrot cake wasn't what they ordered. They ordered bloody milk buns. 
ordered milk what bun? What would you think if you ordered a carrot cake? Wait, no. What would you think if someone, you ordered a milk bun and someone turned up with a carrot cake? You'd think they were a fucking mug. Your choice. You would, uh, if you ordered a milk bun and someone turned up with a carrot cake, you'd think they were a sodding pineapple. Milk and carrots <laughs> are completely indistinguishable in my eyes. They're the same colour. They have the same fragrance. <laughs> Even the textures on point. What are you on about they've got the same fragrance? When have you smelt milk that smelt like carrot? Your milk's off. Oh, is that what's going on? I've been wondering why it's been smelling like carrots the last few days. Maybe I shouldn't have drank it all last night at the milk party. New choice. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have, have poured it all over my body before I got in my swimming pool last night. New choice. Maybe I shouldn't have inserted milk into me somehow and then gone and danced in the moonlight in little red pants. <laughs> but, right, okay. The issue at hand we need to address is we need to find some kind of milk substitute. So what what are we gonna what are we gonna use instead of milk? Oh, I've got a cat and it's pregnant. I don't know how much we'd get out of it, but New choice. Give it a go. <laughs> I've got a dog. Uh, it's just had a litter of puppies, uh, so maybe we can use its honkers to get some lovely luxury dog milk. New choice. <laughs> I tried milking a cow last night, but it didn't have others, so I'm not sure we should use that milk. It had horns as well. That's a perfect. New choice. <laughs> okay. Let's just get some water and pour some baking powder in it and see what happens. That's almost oh, that works for me. <laughs> right. Let's move ahead with that. So, Josh, add the flour. Hey, I've put the flour in. It's gone everywhere. It's oh, shit. You're going to need to lick that up. New choice. Oh, You're going to need to soak that up with your sodden elbows. New choice. You're going to need to rinse your face with some moisturiser. And then rub that all over you. Okay. Let me just get the moisturiser out. <laughs> I, left <it> under... <laughs> I left it out after we made those moisturised buns earlier. <laughs> I left it out after we after we rubbed us after we rubbed up the the treacle tarts ready for the customers. <laughs> I left it out after me and you got together last night and got naked and rubbed each other with lotion. We weren't going to talk about that. I told you what happens in the bakery stays in the bakery. New choice. I told you what happens under the roof remains between us. Okay, look, I thought we should just bring it up because you've been looking at that lotion and crying all day. Uh, I don't know if it's something I did or what. Hold on, hold on, new choice. I just miss my wife. <laughs> Hold on, two new choices, please. One from Josh, one from Gareth. You've been picking up that lotion and laughing heartily, and then immediately weeping all day, and then eating a sandwich. What have you been doing in your spare time? What I just long for the sweet caress of a giraffe. <laughs> Don't make and scene. <laughs> Josh, you created so many. Im Actually, both of you created so many images for me in that one. Oh I didn't God. need or want. 
That was very That's what intense. I'm here for. <laughs> I am inexplicably moist right now. That is what I always imagined a Josh Gareth game would be like. Just <laughs> an adulterated <laughs> hilarity oh, and nice. chaos. You're too kind. Yeah, chaos, absolutely. <laughs> no hilarity oh, for Maddie. I violated by my own words. Um, it was emotional so, for me. What? It was emotional for me. It was quite, it was quite. I need to go get some lotion now. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Are you going to go dance out in the moonlight? Yeah. <laughs> guys, uh, I'll see you later. <laughs> You're still listening to Improv O'Clock with the makeup artists. Aren't they a lovely bunch? For our final game, we're going to play Blind Date. In this game, Lauren will be singleton looking for love. She has the opportunity to ask what she wants of our three eligible bachelors, Shah, Rob and Jim. Lauren, can you mute us, please? No, not Jim. Okay, sh- uh, Lauren, can you hear us? Excellent. Shah. Shah, I'm really sorry. I don't know what was on when I wrote these. I I feel like I'm just sorry to all of you. Shah, you are a dolphin... Uh, you're a dolphin pensioner who misses the good old dolphin days. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, Rob's not here. Here. He's always here. He's like the ghost of Christmas right. past. Rob, you are a possessed gnome who is terrorizing Lauren's guard instead of protecting it. <laughs> and uh, Jim, you are a boiled lettuce. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> so, does anyone want their prompts again? One more time for me, because, you know. Yeah, just I'll, I'll just run everyone. through them all. Yeah, so Shah, you are a dolphin pensioner who misses good old dolphin days. Uh, Rob, you are a possessed gnome who is terrorising Lauren's garden instead of protecting it. And Jim, you are a boiled lettuce. So let's wave at Lauren. (laughs) She did the cute little Josh wave. Enjoyed it. That was a nice wave. Okay, Lauren, it's time to find a date. Exciting. So Shah is bachelor number one, Rob is bachelor number two, and Jim is bachelor number three. Wonderful. All right then, Shah. I really hate pineapple on pizza. What is your opinion on pineapple on pizza? Well, uh, it's a little bit... (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) It's a... It's a bit, bit of a pro- progressive idea for me, I've got to say. But, um... I don't know. I, don't know. I just... I have a lot of friends. They're not here anymore. And they would have... They'd be spinning <laughs> in their... Spinning oh, in their grave. Oh, they knew that people were putting pineapple on pizza. Thank you very much for that really strange answer. But, um, do you need a throat sweet or anything? Because that's <laughs> just a bit concerning. Um, all right, contestant number two. Um, as much as I really don't like pineapple on pizza, I really do like cheese. Uh, your, your thoughts on cheese, please. Cheese is absolutely fantastic. You see, like all things, milk is made, and when milk is made, um, 
It's it's okay, but you know what they say, gnome wasn't built in a day. (laughs) 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 You're are you alright? Honestly, at this round, at this point, I've got no idea. Um, all right, and con- contestant number number three. Uh, if you could erase one country from history, which country would you choose? Have I asked a bad question? America! Oh, God. I feel like I'm doing well here. I'm really getting to know you all really thoroughly. Um... All right, back to contestant number one. Um, if you could only suck suggestively on one fruit for the rest of your life, which fruit would that be? <laughs> well, I think if I was going to suck on a, a tasty fruit, I'll, I'll probably have, um, I don't know, probably a pineapple or something. Reminds me of my youth back in the tropical sea. Oh, I miss those days. If I was really on blind date, I'd be really freaked out by each of these contestants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, contestant, contestant number two. Now, I feel like this this question is really important. It's it's make or break. All right. Um, have you ever been so drunk that you've shit the bed? Have I ever been in drunk? I tell you what I have done. Shatting your fucking roses all over them. Thought I was <laughs> them, did you? Sitting there thinking I was fishing in the nice pond just for the hell of it? Absolutely not. I am shitting in your bushes. I am turning up your daisies and I am shitting in your marrows. All of them. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I feel like I should be really worried. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, contestant number three, I I'm actually allergic to kiwi fruit. So, what would you rather than making me a, a, a key lime pie? What would you make me instead? <laughs> the thing about the kiwi is it's also green, which I like because green is a thing. That I am, but it's so hot when you think about it. Too hot for something like me. I should be in a fridge, in in a in a regular salad, or or, or the bottom of a burger. But no, in boiling <laughs> water, boiled. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Right. Okay. So, Lauren, who <laughs> who do you think? Or what do you think Bachelor number one is? I mean, it has to be... Is it something to do with dolphins? But I, uh, other than that, I've got no specifics. <laughs> no. 
It is something to do with dolphins, indeed. It's a dolphin pensioner who misses... Oh, uh, of, of course. <laughs> um, a dolphin that what, eats pineapples. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think bachelor number two is? I, I think this is the closest I've got to any of them. Is he a gnome? Um, have you got any more specifics? I mean, is he a, an asshole gnome? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a he's a possessed gnome who is terrorizing your garden instead of protecting it. Okay, well, yeah, and and yeah. I'd actually give that job title to Rob. That I feel like he'd be quite good at that. I was uh, for the, with the first question, I was wondering whether he was like a relative of Karen's, but I'm glad he's not. <laughs> <laughs> it was the accent that did it. Um, and <laughs> what's Jim? I mean, at one point, I was like green and burgers is he a lettuce and then he talked about boiling water and i actually don't know now right okay combine them boiling water lettuce cabbage cabbage he's a boiled lettuce <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> he almost had too much to say for himself in the end <laughs> america <laughs> america was beautiful <laughs> trying to work out what on earth the voice would be <laughs> the boiled lettuce have you ever watched the uh a muppets you know how, how like the swedish a chef is there he's got all the different vegetables and they yeah. all start to go, go and talk i think you're pretty close to what the um lettuce actually uh, sounded like so you've done a good job uh, oh and now uh, fuck this i'm gonna go get a, a refill of milk delicious milk i got a top of my milk Delicious milk. It's Jim's special milk. Milky, milky boy. Do you know what? I need to go top up my milk. Improv o'clock. And as we move on to the end of the podcast, we just about have time for a discussion. This lot have proven that they will argue about any... Prove that again by answering this question. What is the worst theme for a seven-year-old's birthday party? Oh, God. Can't say the first thing that pops into my head. No, no, I don't think anyone can. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a very short discussion. Can I tell you an interesting little um, story? Um, when I first started working as a teacher, my laptop was hooked up to my interactive uh, um, board in the uh, classroom. And we had a role play area where we used to go and make it into like different, um, different things like jungles and habitats and stuff. So I typed into google role player ideas and on the screen popped up these images that were not safe for uh, <laughs> school and from that moment i realized that i need to disconnect my laptop at every moment i possibly can that is a true story um but yeah You're yeah vet your images and videos is is something that we learn in the profession very very quickly absolutely <laughs> Even when you just like something as innocent as a tutorial, I, I did. I once did a tutorial for how to sing falsetto, but it was an Australian guy, and he he was just like he was dropping the C bomb and all sorts. No way. Or something like that. Yeah, I'm sure. But What's luckily, we, we we caught it early. Oh, uh, well, I'd love to say it so that we get a beep. Shall, shall we do it? Ready? Three, two, one. Cabbages. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had we had a trainee who I absolutely loved to pieces, but it was his first proper um, writing of a 
a lesson for the whole department so bearing in mind we're all teaching this at the same time and it's to do the boy in the striped pajamas we're teaching context and he hadn't watched the youtube video the whole way through and obviously the context the boy in the striped pajamas is quite you have to be really careful and he just hadn't watched it the whole way through and we had year sevens crying and screaming running out of the classroom it was absolute chaos so yeah I think Bet your videos, everybody. <laughs> I just want to say, I think I think you've nailed the the, the terrible idea for the seventh birthday party. In the striped pajamas. Boy in the striped pajamas. You know what? It, it, if you accidentally do that part, you could just dress it up as a really bleak pajama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm dressed as bananas in pajamas. Um, <laughs> Sans banana. <laughs> <laughs> with death oh dear oh god oh. maybe something really like something that we we might do for fun but that children might not enjoy so I don't know like a wine and cheese night or something like that I don't think children would enjoy that very much <laughs> oh, I'm glad uh, that's where you went no, or, or like <laughs> a, you know, a, 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 a three course dinner party suit and tie you know black tie event no, something like oh, that. Maybe they wouldn't like what? it. I really have to stop myself from am, saying something just then. You I am going to organise this um, at some point. Um, so I thought, what's the best thing to eat? And the best thing to eat is canapé. So why don't people just host canapé night? Where people just bring canapés and you just eat canapés. I am so oh. up for this. I was saying oh, the other day... I would honestly rather have a starter than a dessert. I could skip the main yeah. course. I want the starter, like why, garlic why cheese bread. Forty small versions of main yeah. courses, rather Speaking than one. Speaking of which, your canapes, Gareth, at your wedding were amazing. Yes, they got done well. They were very good. I wanted lots of them, and I only got three, and I was very sad. I thought canapes right. were those things that you put up to keep out the rain at parties. That's a canapé. Um, <laughs> oh, right. oh, no. almost like a can of peas um, I, I, Gareth isn't what you just described um, all your thing it's called tapas no 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 no, no, no. tapas isn't small <laughs> yeah. versions of things tapas is a is a small dish of things what we're talking about is like, lo, like think about what you just said think about what you said no 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 so so so, like, tapas could be a dish of, like, uh, chorizo and a red wine sauce, but that's not a canapé. So, canapé is a miniature bite that you can just put in your mouth. So, some tapas could be classed as canapés. So, for, for instance, the tiles con bacon, which is dates with bacon, um, that could be a canapé because it's small and it's bite-sized. But chorizos con vino tinto, whatever, that... Is tapas not a canopy? And he's like, you asked, Rob. No, because it still sounds like you're saying the same thing. So it surely just depends how much achorizo you put on the fucking plate. Because <laughs> 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 it's in a sauce, so it couldn't be a canopy because you can't yeah, put like, sauce on too. Yeah, no, but they have like creamy mushrooms, and you can't really have creamy mushrooms as a canopy because then your handle just be covered in grey matter. Ah, smack, I am smack an old cocktail stick. What if you put it on a little bit of bruschette? Well, this is this is what I was and it becomes a canapé. But, but mushrooms in cream sauce is quite a really thin sauce, 
Whereas what you would have in a canapé, like a duck cell of mushroom, is quite a thick mushroom paste. So well, it, mushroom it makes paste sounds fucking grim, and I like uh, mushrooms I, and paste. I tell you what, duck cell of mushroom, beautiful. So what we're basically... Hang on a minute. No, saying... no, 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 no. Sorry, Rob, you just said that you love paste. What, what are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those kids in school, you know. Um, uh... <laughs> that <laughs> answers so many questions. Just munching them down. What is paste? That's paste. <laughs> like a glue. Like glue? <laughs> I was going to say, it's like a consistency, really, isn't it? If you, if you describe something as paste-like, it's more of a consistency than a... Mean, is this episode oh. called "What Is Paste"? <laughs> <laughs> I've probably gone and said this. I've probably gone and said this before in either a podcast or a conversation. But what I used to do in school, right? I'm not talking like primary school. I'm talking like secondary school. I'm talking like year ten. So I used to sit there and I used to get bored, and then I used to get my Pritt stick, right? And then I used to close my eyes and I used to glue my eyelids shut, and I used to sit there and see how so long it would take anyone to go in there and notice. Um, oh God. And oh, and it's mental that I and and it's mental that I didn't get diagnosed with anything until I was in my like adult years because that kid sitting there in the back of the room doing no work just gluing his eyelids shut <laughs> surely that's a fucking sign. Um, are we going back to the original question or are we just uh, no I, I I I enjoy this more almost <laughs> almost the definitely question. The, the question is created. To create tangents, that and is we've perfect. Got a wonderful one. That's perfect. But but just to answer the original question, um, <laughs> worst idea for the uh, um, seven-year-old's um, birthday party. Um, I'm going to make it like a religious-style party, and it's going to be sacrificing the family dog. Um, <laughs> that's nice. Just uh, sorry, could you tell me what religion this is, please? When we say religion, more of a cult. Um, but you know, <laughs> um, and and it's not started yet. I think we've still got about three months until it starts. Um, we're still waiting for three more followers, and then um, more followers. I, I sorry, Shih Tzu's. You're fucked. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think any ritualistic sacrifice is probably going to be high on the list of things you wouldn't do for a child's birthday. Um, what if you sacrifice a child? Happy seventh and last birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it depends how much you liked your child and and how much they hated one of their classmates because you could be just like, well, <laughs> your birthday will sacrifice timmy because he's a knob and because <laughs> he's a knob and he's glued his eyes shut exactly <laughs> that way you get to appease the god you get wrong. to please your child and timmy will no longer be a knob but therefore the, the whole class aesthetic is also better so, so I, I guess i guess you could uh, sacrifice someone at a kid's party at the same time, what happens if Timmy doesn't stop being a knob? He just becomes a ghost knob. That's the worst kind of person to become a ghost. Timmy <laughs> is a ghost business. Nothing worse than a you ghost fall. knob. Ghost <laughs> knob. <laughs> Here comes Timmy, the ghost knob. Smells Some like of King's us have paid good money for a ghost knob, all right. I, love it. I think the, uh, the worst thing you can do for a seven-year-old's children's party is um, make them ring a government agency and ask many bureaucratic questions to give them a taste of the real world. <laughs> that was my seventh birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep them on hold for 20 minutes 
I'd, I'd be like, here, bring this distant a, a relative that sent you a birthday card and just leave them on a hole for 20 minutes. That's a birthday. Getting the seven-year-olds to do yeah. your life admin. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'd like to set up a direct debit, please. It's a good way for them to learn Beethoven's fifth as well. Because they just get that yeah. hold music over and over again. Hold on, <laughs> learning Beethoven's fifth is your life admin, is it, Gar- <laughs> well, no, it's just a secondary Gareth. product of the life admin. Hey, Gareth, do you want to come out for a beer? No, nah, I can't, sorry. I've got to learn every note in Beethoven's fifth. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, not hard. I just realised. Ba, 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 um. <laughs> yes, like Timothy. Bars. I thought you, you were on about do. the film Beethoven's fifth. Great <laughs> <laughs> film, though. Terrible film. Do you oh, want to know a bit sure. of um, do you want a bit of trivia about Beethoven's Fifth, not the film, the song? No, no. Um, no here we no. go. No. Right, you. Um, no. I'm new him. Nope. You know the main beat in no. it. No. Blah, 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 blah. There we go. Right. So, guys, welcome to Producer Jim and Rob's podcast. Um, uh, so, well done. Thank you very much for um, coming to um, discuss. Before that happens, Jim, what did you do for your 18th birthday? Are you 18 yet, Jim? I'm not 18 yet, so I don't know. I'm yet to experience what it's like to be a man. Excuse me. I had a fantastic 18th birthday. My 18th birthday was on a Tuesday. In the podcast there. <laughs> That's all you need to know. At the same time, it can't be any worse than my 29th. Like, what a fucking wasted day that was. Like, at the same time, no one had a worse day than... Jim, because I spilt that orange juice all over his fucking breakfast that he was so excited for, and I still feel really bad about that. I even wrote it in my uh, diary, a little note, be like, make it up to Jim. <laughs> <laughs> he was so excited for the hash browns. Me and Shah went into our first mosh pit ever, and I immediately fell over, and Shah fell over the top of me. <laughs> we never went back <laughs> in. <laughs> oh, it, wasn't, it wasn't my first mosh pit ever, but it was Josh's. And yes, okay. he did fall over, it and it was great. In that case, Blanchard's so got an excuse. Why did you fucking fall over, Shah, if you're used to it? Because I mean, Josh was out. immediately in front of me and fell over as we were running. Yeah, it, it was totally my fault. <laughs> For my 18th birthday, uh, my dad and his friend, they both used to be chefs. And they cooked about twenty of my friends a meal and served it out. And it was it was the most <laughs> so juxtaposed. I didn't understand a single was, word. Yeah, I didn't hear you, mate. <laughs> All right, crack up. My my what I heard is your dad and his mate um, basically went and cooked you little tiny main course meals, and they called it um, <laughs> they called it tapas. Um, you got uh, livid because actually the sauce ratio was off. Therefore, it was technically a canapé. <laughs> <laughs> so what i said was for my 18th birthday my dad and his friend and they they both used to be chefs they cooked me and about 20 friends five meal and was in the scout hut which was about like the biggest juxtaposition like would just fold out tables and very nice food it was uh different and someone and gave me you're... a bag of of 18 things from a pound shop and one of them was inflatable. Well, no, it wasn't inflatable rubber gloves. We <laughs> all rubber gloves are essential. <laughs> Can I just say you are cutting out 
me every couple of words. Oh, and no. was, and no, all, all, all I heard was, was oh, one of the 18 things was inflatable. And was it, Gareth? It. <laughs> it wasn't then, rubber gloves. A, Thanks, Gareth. Back in 2008, and it, it, we're passing over to Nick Clegg. I like music. Thanks, Nick. Back to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about all we've got time for today. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye, and our. Bad <laughs> can you text me that Beethoven fifth um because they cut you off and muted you and I didn't get to hear it. Oh, uh so basically what happened was um uh you know the main riff in it, which is Bubba <laughs> La 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 mute him quick. No 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 Oh for fuck's sake! I just wanna know this so badly! No oh! one will ever know. This has been Improv O'Clock, and I've been Gareth. We're on social media, at TMA Improv. Give us a like, or don't. I'm not your mum, or am I? If you have something that might inspire a scene in a future episode, send it in. Do it now. Mother knows best. Bye!